1: Hey, you guys! Welcome to Moms in Real Estate. I'm Kristen Cantrell, and I'm Angela Fazio. And today's guest is Camilla Jeffs.
2: And Camilla's going to be talking to us about building a meaningful business while raising a large family. That's I She's can't wait to five talk kids. About this. Yeah, I know. yeah. So, Camilla, <laughs> go ahead, get us started, and tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: Hey, thanks so much, ladies. So excited to be here. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm a mom of five kids. Uh, I had them all within a span of eight years. So it was like very, very close. Um, so, but um, yeah, so... that's a lot in
2: eight years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a lot.
0: Yes. Well, I had a set of twins in there, so I kind of cheated, right? (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I've been, I've been investing in real estate for, oh gosh, almost 20 years now. Um, So I've been doing a lot of of different real estate tactics and things. And one of my favorite things is involving my family in the business and teaching them and having them do hands-on and, and all sorts of things. And we've done a lot of fun projects together.
2: Well, and that's one of the things that I loved when I talked to you was how you involve your kids in your work. And so you have to tell your Airbnb story. Wait,
1: I think I'm about to feel like a really bad mom. I know. I'm pretty sure.
2: (laughs) I I have six kids.
1: Yeah. I bet you I'm about to feel really little.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's not the goal here. Um, So what? How are their ages? Oh, so my youngest is eleven, and then I have um, one boy who is fifteen. My twins are seventeen, and my oldest is nineteen.
1: Awesome. All right, go ahead. I want to hear it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, okay. So one of the tactics that we used when we were young and and with all the littles and and we didn't have a lot of income for, for to invest in real estate was to do what's called a live-in flip. And with a live-in flip, it's where it's just basically you just buy a junk house and you move into it and then you fix it while you're living there, right? And so that was one of the tactics that we used early on with our with our family and and the way that we acquired a bunch of real estate properties. Um, so we would buy it and we'd get like the best financing, the lowest down payment, we'd move in, we'd fix it up, and then we'd move out and do another one. Um, and uh, we just kind of rinsed and repeated for a while. <laughs> (laughs) And so it's a lot of moving, yes, and a lot of living in a construction zone. So it's not super comfortable way to live but it was actually really fun and uh, really fun to look back at pictures of when the kids were really little like my twins with their arms in the big five gallon paint bucket and crying because their arms are covered in paint you know
2: well it's such it's like such chaos but yeah you're right when you look back at like the memories I bet they're so fun and like just thinking about if you were a kid growing up in that situation like wait did you do the renovations yourself
0: yeah we did. We did. Yeah. We taught ourselves to like do all the renovations. And I, you know, so I'm, I'm in charge of tile. That's my specialty. And my husband oh, wow. does, you know, kind of the electrical and plumbing and, and, uh, and then we all paint and sheetrock and baseboard and all sorts <laughs> I of I am
2: so impressed. I know. I know. How did you learn that?
0: Uh, YouTube. Well, actually, <laughs> before, since I've been doing this 20 years, right, YouTube wasn't really that big of a deal before. So we'd like literally go to Home Depot and take the classes. And they kids because they would have like little classes on how to tile and you know, how to do baseboards and you know, things like really? that. So we'd go take those classes, we'd buy books and we'd read them and then we would try it. Just, you know, just doing it hands on and learning as you go. That's that was our method. Okay, so it's so, called wait,
1: live in, fix, and flip. Wait a minute. So you did that. Mm-hmm. you learned tile.
0: hmm And you, yeah. do
1: you know how to do um tile on an angle? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, if, I
1: has, that, <laughs> if I did that, it would be tile like on a slant. I know. I know. <laughs> well, so my my mother in law
2: does the live in fix and flips like all the time. She moves out of state and does them. And she buys the, like, I I can't ever see past it. I'm always like, you shouldn't buy this house. And then right now she has one and it's like, there's no straight, like everything is an angle in that house. And she does it all herself too. That's crazy. It's crazy. You guys are very impressive. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, so growing up, were you always like working with your hands or t- maybe creative or... Mm-hmm.
0: So growing up, my parents didn't do re- any type of real estate, right? We we were the classic family that bought a house and just lived in the same house our whole lives, um, and we never really fixed it up. We just kind of lived in an old house. It, it still yeah. has carpet in the bathrooms. <laughs> oh no! no. <laughs> okay, got but, it. <laughs> but uh, but you know, we did a lot of like. Exterior work, like we were kind of like homesteaders when I was growing up, and it wasn't very cool when I was a teenager. But it's really cool now. It's like catching on that you know you grow all of your own food and 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 raise your own chickens and cows Mm -hmm. and things like that for meat. Um, And that that was kind of my family culture growing up. But never did we talk about money or investments. In fact, it was kind of taboo to really talk about money. We were deeply religious family, and so you know, money's kind of evil and not really something that you want to aspire to and have, you know, is kind of one of those necessary evils, which yeah. I really hate that mindset. <laughs> now now hey, that I've like been able to get out of it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. It's just, it's, it's very different. So, so yeah, so we, um, I mean, with my own family, we just decided that real estate was pretty, uh, cool that we wanted to continue to do it. We knew that was a great way to build wealth and, and, uh, also a great way to have this family culture of, of work, right. Like teaching the kids how to work. And because we had five kids, like that was important to me to teach them to work. Well, fast forward, you know, past the little years where they couldn't really help very much, you know, like they were just in the way mostly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and now my kids are teenage years and oh my gosh, it's like a night and day difference. So our last live and flip that we did was incredible. The kids could do so much work and it actually happened during COVID. So we, we bought this house it was in Arizona. We bought this fixer upper. We moved in. And six months later, COVID struck. And so we were all of a sudden, we were like confined to our house and we had, I was so actually so grateful that we had this project to work on because it gave everybody something to do. Because I know you guys are probably in the same like crazy mode, like as a mom, like how do you even handle something like a pandemic? I, I mean, who knows? I, I didn't know what to do for my kids, but we were so grateful that we had like something that they could work on. Yeah. And so it, it was amazing because we, um we tried making uh, my husband really wanted to do cement countertops. And so it was our first time mixing cement. And it was so fun because the kids just put their swimsuits on because we had to mix the cement outside in Arizona in the summer. It was awful. Mm, um, yeah, and so they'd mix terrible. it and then they'd jump in the pool and they'd come back and mix some more and jump in the pool, <laughs> come back, mix some more. And, uh, you know, but that project was incredible because it was a total gut. Like we've only done one other total gut before, um, whereas the rest of them were just cosmetic fix-ups. This was a total gut. And um, the kids worked so hard. I mean, we, were, we put in 18-hour days often on wow. the house and just, you know, going to town. And we, of course, videoed it and filmed it and, you know, put it up on social. It was so fun. And, and people had a lot of fun following along on that, on that cool. journey. Oh my gosh! Dude. I
1: think that is an incredible, absolutely incredible experience for your kids. I know, I know. I don't know how you could not duplicate that in any other way. <laughs> no,
2: uh-uh.
1: no, no. I want to make concrete sure countertops
2: aren- turn out. Yeah, because... <laughs> yeah I, I, I want to know that too.
1: Because <laughs> oh, I know that's a, that's a
2: hard thing, and I might need to hire you because <laughs> 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 they
0: they turned out beautiful. They um, we they... did we did kind of a black and white industrial kitchen, and so some of the countertops we um, we stained. I don't know what the stained black, right. And then others, we stained white. And and I didn't know that you could make concrete white, like, but you could. And it turned out this beautiful, brilliant white, and it was glossy and shiny. And it was really, it was really cool. I mean, we learned a lot of things. And, um, when you pour concrete countertops, one of the things you have to do is get all the bubbles out. Mm-hmm. And it was hilarious because my son would like pop in his earbuds and he'd turn on a movie and then he'd have his hammer and he'd be like hammering it to get all the bubbles to come up for hours, you know, and just watch so a movie fun. and hammer.
2: You're going to grow up to be oh like, I want to know, I want to know people. like when they're 30, like what's going on in your life?
1: You know, well, <laughs> the thing is, you know, the, the thing I'm so impressed about Camilla is when a person understands the value of hard work Mm -hmm. and planning and patience and creating because God, God created us to create. I mean, you know, when those kids are, their brains are even, I'm sure, functioning differently Mm -hmm. than most kids their age, just to have that, what kind of husbands and wives are they going to be and parents and that I'm so impressed. Mm -hmm. I really am. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, before you like like throw us all up on a pedestal. I just want all the moms out there to know that not every day was joyous and happy, right? The kids were not always like, they did not wake up in the morning like, okay, mom, I'm ready to work 18 hours. Right? Let's go. You know, I have normal teenagers that who uh-huh. are not always motivated and not, you know, are not all excited to do the hard work and you know there were there were many many frustrating times during this during this period but I think that's the beauty of life
1: Mm -hmm. right is
0: that you know life is not always joyous and it's not always awful it's kind of 50 50 and that's Mm -hmm. the way our experience was it was 50 50 it was you know really cool and the coolest thing is to look back and see what we accomplished because when you turn something ugly into something beautiful I love that's really amazing Mm -hmm.
2: And they'll remember like the, the good times of that too. And thank you for even pointing out that, because I love that you're like, okay, before you put us on a pedestal, because <laughs> yeah. we are like, it, it's important to, um, tell everybody that, although that sounds so glamorous, there were the bad times
1: too. So everyone doesn't feel like yeah little, but I do, I, I, know, don't, I, feel, little. So, I don't feel a little. little. <laughs> so let me ask you some specific questions. I actually have so many, I don't know where to start. So <laughs> do you guys, do you guys plan it together, or somebody comes up with a plan and they just execute it? That's one question. And then what are the kids gravitate? like what do I mean I know one's a hammer guy, <laughs> but you know, what do they gravitate gravitate towards as far as mm-hmm. their skill set? And how do you how did you motivate them to even buy into a project like that? Mm-hmm. Do you financially reward them at the end of the flip? Do you mm-hmm. like what well, tell question. me about all of that.
0: Yeah. Okay. So let me see. Uh, you have, might have to help me remember all three questions. So I'll start with the first one. You said in the planning. So the planning stage actually was a combined effort, a combined family effort. So we were we had the kids go on Pinterest, and they were looking at um, pictures of. Let, we can talk specifically about the fireplace. So we wanted to redo the fireplace and have it be because it was like this old brown rock I didn't like, and so I'm like, let's modernize it, and so we went on pinterest and we started looking at pictures and then what and then from all the pictures we had a notebook that we would then draw in and you know some of my kids are really good artists like one of my one of my daughters is a good artist and so she would help to draw out kind of mock out the design plans then we'd all we would go to home depot and i would take you know a couple of kids with me and or lowe's right and we would look at the tile samples look at the you know all the different design elements was design is not my uh forefront it's it's not I, I can't just like come up with something in my brain i have to see a picture and then try to copy that and so that's kind of what we did um and of course we put our own spin on it so it wasn't exactly what we saw in the pictures but that's how we did the design process so yeah kids were involved in the so design cool. process too
2: i have so many ideas in my head even if it's not a like like just going on Pinterest and finding a project for your family to do is a great idea. Just so everyone puts their like joint Mm -hmm. thoughts in on it. I love that. Yeah.
0: And that helps to answer like the third question, right? So how do you get kids motivated to even do something physically laborious, right? um, And that takes time and effort. So one of those is in, you know, helping letting them be involved in all the aspects and, and and finding the fun parts of it that they could be involved in so the funnest part for my kids was actually not the design it's the demo right so it's the day that you get they get to get the sledgehammers out and just go to town and just you know destroy things that's mm-hmm. what they really loved um, I think the hardest thing for the kids was probably the the fine details at the end when it, there's just this never ending list of detail work that has to be done that's just more fine and, and and hard to make look good that's when they would get the most frustrated is when it was like the the smaller things that had to be done um mm-hmm. and now i forgot like the what was the middle question i think how I do you motivate them? Well,
1: well, yeah. how do you motivate them at the end and then what have they all kind of gravitated toward like you you yeah. mentioned that one of one of your daughters artist, i think is yeah. a- like more on the artist side, mm-hmm. so she can help do that. What about the other ones?
0: Yeah, yeah. So the the other ones. Um, so my oldest has gravitated towards the business side of it, right? Mm-hmm. So she is started to really understand the business side of real estate and what benefits can become from investing in real estate. So she's excited about that. So um, cool. One of one of my twin daughters has decided that she wants to fix and flip houses for a living. That's going she's gonna go into the construction industry. She's not gonna to go to college. She's just gonna go straight into real estate and do construction. Um uh, the other twin daughter want to wants to be her a journey. doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah, well for sure. Like she has an Instagram, and she's gonna start doing uh, you know more project, more and more projects. Um, And then uh, my son, it, he of course likes the demo part of it, right? So he he'll get involved in that. But he's he's starting to learn more woodworking, and same with one of my daughters. And then the youngest, we're still waiting to see what she really likes. <laughs> I mean, eleven. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: any? I'm gonna make. I I have a real estate school. Any of your kids who want to go to real estate school, I will help them get through with a big discount. Any yeah. of them. that's oh, awesome! That's awesome. Well, yeah, you. if, if they really want to get the like license, that. so they can save on that part of of their journey. Uh-huh. So you let me know. I would love to do that, and I and it can that can be anywhere in the world. I mean, in the in the country. Yeah. 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 Okay.
0: So I want to get back to like you asked if they were financially rewarded. And so this is how we're going to transition into the next phase of the uh, of learning about investing. Right. Because investing can be hard work and hands on, but also can be passive. And so I wanted to teach my kids both. So. Financial reward. So that last fix and flip that we did, the live-in flip that we did, um, we sold it and we made a really nice profit. And what I did is I used a tax strategy where you can it's called income shifting where you can shift some of your business income to your children. Yes. So basically you pay your children for working in the business, right? right? Now did they work? Absolutely they worked. They worked really hard. It wasn't like I just gave it to them for just being my kids. So they worked really hard. So we paid each of them the maximum that you're allowed to shift that will that that will result in zero taxes. Right. And so for each child that at the time it was twelve thousand dollars. Now Think about this for a teenager, right? You have twelve thousand dollars. Like that's a lot of money. Oh my god! (laughs) What are you going to do with that money? Well, (laughs) here's how I. Here's what I told them. I said, "Okay, twelve thousand is coming to you. Two thousand of that is for you to spend on something fun, right?" So, well. Two thousand that you're going to first you're gonna we're gonna give right so we we do we we always tithe ten percent and make sure that we donate to charities so we're giving ten percent of that and then and then the other eighteen hundred you're going you get to spend on something that you. Want, right, so a, like a big thing. So, um, my son bought himself a really nice mountain bike because he loves to mountain bike, and so that was really fun for him. I said, but the other ten thousand is going to be reserved for a passive investment, and they're like, passive investment? What do you mean, mom? You know, and and so then we went out, and we bought an Airbnb, and we so we bought a cabin in the woods that's like two hours from our house that we can use as a family, and every single kid invested. In that cabin. So they each put their $10,000 into the cabin. And then, you know, my husband and I, of course, put in the rest that we needed to close on the property. Um, And so each child owns a percentage owns like 10% of this investment Airbnb investment and so now as and and we just bought it a couple months ago so it's good just getting up and running but now they'll be able to start earning passive income from that hard work that they did on that active income
2: and then if you guys have any work that needs to be done like they probably will be more willing to go out there and That's right, and work and it on done. it
0: oh yeah 100% I love this, whole...
1: I lo- this is absolutely we've been doing moms in real estate for what six years yeah it's my favorite episode ever, ever. <laughs> I'm so impressed. I know at the thoughtfulness that you've put into training your children up in this way. I'm oh my so gosh. impressed that and more people need to hear these ideas, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm, wow. I have some lazy kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make my daughter listen to this. <laughs> well, she starts
2: working for you this summer and it's yeah, like right true. around the corner. All right. True. I just I love
1: it. So yeah, and what a blessing that you're, what, that, that you're giving to your family to ha- help them to understand money and hard work and a process and bringing something to completion and doing the stuff you don't like because it's necessary to bring it to completion. And then that last step of the Airbnb is is so fantastic. Can you imagine when you can when you can um, involve your grandchildren and things like this? Too early. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and
0: another funny story is my daughter came home the other day and she said that there was um her tennis coach was asking her if she has a a job. And she's like, no. And he's like, Oh, do your parents give you money? She's like, No. And he's like, What? Well, how do you get money? She's like, I own real estate.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh,
2: oh that God. would be so good. Cool. So good. I love that.
1: Yes. What it's a so sense so of to have that. To have that to be able to say as such a young person, who, yeah.
2: And who here thinks that she should come out to our next flourish event and speak?
1: Yes, absolutely,
2: like you have to, because I feel like everybody would
1: just I won't have put you on the else. spot right now, but will you please come? I'd love will, to come yeah. and speak. <laughs> yeah. I, I can tell you're like, Yes, <laughs> oh my gosh, what, what a, anything else that you want to add.
0: You know, it's just um the other thing that i really loved about it is the closeness that it has brought to our family, right? And so like you know, when you work together and you work really hard together and you create something really beautiful together, I mean it's just it it's precious, right? That's not to say we never fought during the process because we did, but you know, often even in that even in all the hard times, you know, you go through these really hard times together. It just brings your family closer. And I, Mm -hmm. and I just, uh, you know, I've loved it. And so we're actually, I'm looking right now for our next flip opportunity. We're not going to do a live in flip this time because we have a new house now and it's nice, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but we're going to go and we're going to do a regular flip and get the whole family going again this summer for a summer project.
2: What state are you going to buy your next flip in?
0: Texas. That's where we live now.
2: Yeah. So you are going to do it where you live.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. yeah. So we can just drive over there, and and the kid, we can do the work, right? And that's right. that's why we do it close by.
2: How cool. far is your cabin from your house?
0: About two hours.
1: Two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that I'm going to tell you, Camilla. That is such a what a great episode. Thank you so much for being willing to share all of all of the information that you've given. I'm probably going to re listen to it, and I've never re listened to an episode of Moms in Real Estate ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> I'm so glad
1: them, just because I don't
2: yeah no we really yeah that it was so good and yeah. you guys she's also doing a girl educate yourself so make sure to look out for that because that will be more tactical things that you can do with your family
1: absolutely absolutely thank you Camilla thank you for your time today thank you thank you